Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here talking to Ronan Murphy, the CEO of Smart Tech, who are one of the founders and also one of the speakers at the conference in March. So Ronan, tell us a bit about the conference. Good morning, Ronan. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very exciting conference. Um, as you're well aware, cybersecurity has become a major issue for companies of all sizes, and um, it has also dominated the recent presidential election in North America. And this conference is going to provide strategic guidance for companies of all sizes on how to deal with the escalating cybersecurity challenge that they face on a daily basis. It's also going to help companies understand the complexities of new regulation that's coming in from the European Union and how it will affect companies of all sizes from your local hotel up to the large multinationals who process data. And tell us more about the speakers who will be there. Yeah, so the the speakers are really world-class, a range of dynamic and distinguished speakers who will be delivering um, uh, individual talks and will also be sitting on a range of different panel sessions discussing IoT, um, European Union General Data Protection Regulation, cognitive computing, um, blockchain technologies, IoT security, and they include speakers like Dennis Kennelly, who's a Senior Vice President of Development and Technology from IBM, Tom Kellerman, the CEO of Strategic Cyber Ventures, Rick Ferguson, who's Vice President of Security Research and Trend Micro, and as specialists from companies like Ronan Daily German, who um, who have Brian McCarthy. Brian McCarthy, who's um, head of cybersecurity and data protection. Then you've got people working in the industry dealing with the challenge head-on from companies like um, Fexco, Richard Harper, Martin Leahy, Abtran, Endocoin, FBD, Ian Brennan, Leia Healthcare, Brian Padden, Dairy Gold, Joe McDonough, AIB, Anne Sloan, Stryker, Anthony O'Callaghan, Johnson Controls, Alan Bambury, Kerry Group. So there's a, a whole range of world-class speakers who are dealing with the cybersecurity challenge head-on on a daily basis. Yeah, so Rick last year. Rick Ferguson's a very, very good speaker. I saw him last year at the and he was really entertaining and told a good story as well. Yeah, Rick is a good guy. Rick is, um, he deals with a lot of the research into um, evolving threats and how they affect organizations. So he, he'll give a fascinating insight into that particular challenge. And obviously Trend Micro, as a leading global vendor of sophisticated security solutions, are well positioned to articulate that challenge for both the, um, the attendees and people who want to understand how to deal with the challenge moving forward. So I guess if you go along the conference as an attendee, you're going to get a lot out of it as well. You learn a lot of new things. Yeah, look, it's, it's a big part of, of, of this conference is about knowledge sharing, is about um, understanding how other companies have dealt with the challenge. So, um, yeah, it, it, we would consider it to be very much a learning experience for the delegates in attendance. And also, a lot of the attendees will be senior people in their respective organizations who have been tasked with dealing with 
data protection, data security, cyber security, and there will be very good networking opportunities with senior executives. That's good to know, because if you network, you'll get to make contacts that can help your business be more secure as well, I suppose. Absolutely. And about the IoT end of it, I know that right now IoT is going to get very big in the next few years, or bigger than it is right now. How do you think it's going to be become a security-wise, the risk? Yeah, IoT is a massive security challenge. Um, inherently, IoT devices were built without security by design as a, as a fundamental core aspect of the process. We've seen the largest um, denial-of-server attacks over the last few months um, being launched by IoT devices. So it's great that we have Anthony O'Callaghan from Johnson Controls, who are one of the biggest IoT uh, vendors in the world and he will be talking about security by design about how they're using artificial intelligence to improve that journey um, obviously the whole area of blockchain um, interlinks with IOT security and a lot of the developments that are going to be coming down the tracks to make the whole aspect and the area of IOT more secure moving forward so um, that's going that, that really will be a fascinating discussion because the moment IoT is slowly becoming into everyone's home, you've got it right now, without, without it's there. And if you can make it more secure, people are going to accept it more so, I suppose, in their daily lives. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe they will. Um, it, 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 it's an interesting discussion. One of the important areas with IoT is the whole area of regulation, particularly general data protection regulation. So it, it, it's really going to be the manufacturers of the IoT devices that are going to be under pressure to ensure that it, you know, that security by design is implemented into their product suite. Um, as I as I mentioned, we've seen the the largest cyber attack. Um, in terms of denial of server, uh, happened late last year to the investigative journalist Brian Krebs website that was called Mirai Botnet, and that 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 compromised devices in Ireland, in the UK, in Europe, and globally. And those devices were the types of DVRs you have in your house, your your routers, your CCTV systems. Um, so it's a huge problem. It's a complex challenge. And um, we've already seen that a lot of the standard home routers you're using in your house were, were a major part of that botnet attack and have been compromised. So it's going to make for a very interesting, engaging discussion about the challenges of securing those devices moving forward. Because I guess the moment, if you have IoT in a smart city and it, and it controls part of the city's lighting, lighting infrastructure, if you can hack that, you can get anything in the city as well, it's going to be very worrying. Absolutely, you know, like, again, I'll, I'll go back to the US presidential election and how a lot of the senior pundits have already come out and said that the, the infrastructure within cities and within countries is already compromised, that it already has been hacked. And should a, a war break out, that... Um, you know, that these vital systems can be compromised. So, you know, some of our, 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 our keynote speakers, the likes of um, Hank Thomas and Tom Kellerman, have already been very vocal about that. Um, I, I, Hank Thomas was recently on the BBC News discussing the Russian infiltration of the US systems. So, that is, you know, whether it's IoT or it's or it's or it's voting systems or it's smart cities, it is a huge challenge. I believe it's fundamentally 
um, underestimated how big a challenge it is going to be moving forward. And they're going to be some of the key topics that we try and explore and touch on the thorny subject of how do we, you know, make sure that we harden them moving forward. I guess the best thing is education. Educate people how, how unsecure they can be and make sure they know what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Because I've seen in the past, like I saw, I was at a company last year, and the guy was talking about, he, he just bought a new I, IoT fridge, and he asked, can you start a World War Three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's it's when you buy, even when you buy a smart TV, you have to ask yourself, you know, is this TV listening to me? Yeah. Um, you know, there's been, there was a report come out recently that there was a massive array of Android, the lower-end Android devices which were manufactured in China, all had, um, they were all sending information back to the manufacturers in, in China. So, you know, they were eavesdropping on, on the data, on the conversations. So, yes, it's, it's, it's an IoT is a big challenge. Because I've seen, like, uh, last year was at Harvey, Harvey Norman, had the standard Idaho show, and it's basically all these uh, different technologies they sell. And uh, two years ago, in the first month, they had all this IoT stuff out in the open. Last year it wasn't there, and he asked, where is it? Oh, it's hidden away. It's there, but he can't see it. Yeah, absolutely. And when, absolutely. You, can, when you can't see it, it's now becoming part of your home. You don't realize it's there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah and, you know, uh, it, 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 from, from a consumer perspective, a data protection perspective, a general data protection regulation perspective, a manufacturing perspective, there's a lot of challenges there both for the manufacturers of the technology, the innovators of the technology, and the consumers of that technology. So mm -hmm. as I, at Zero Day, a big part of the discussion will be around the types of solutions, around the challenges that are involved in IoT. And I think one of the areas that will be fascinating to hear is some of the innovation that's being delivered around um, artificial intelligence and cognitive solutions and blockchain solutions to deal with this evolving challenge for, for, for again, consumers, manufacturers of, of, of this technology. Yeah, I guess something like a guy named Watson could be used to, do, to help with this as well. Yes, um, IBM Watson is a, is a fascinating technology. It's the most powerful um, artificial intelligence cognitive platform on planet Earth. We use that technology in our security operations center in Cork, and it really is a massive game changer in terms of the ability for the good guys to get a leg up on, on the cyber criminals and their ability to investigate um, the types of challenges that they're dealing with on a daily basis. And that will be a big part of the discussion as well at Zero Day, looking into how cognitive technology, how artificial intelligence, how machine learning and deep learning combined are made, helping to make the world a safer place when it comes to cybersecurity. I guess if you can reassure people that it's been used for good, because I saw last year a, a, a kid's doll made with a uh, used technology from uh, from the uh, IBM Watson, and it remembers who you are and everything about you. But if you can be sure that it's also used for good, they're more likely to, to be happy about it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's fascinating technology. And also about corporate hacking, is that something we should get really worried about at the moment, or is it just something that happens very rarely to, in Ireland, for example? 
hacking is a it, it, it is just um, a huge problem. It, 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 it you are seeing every day that it is um, becoming a bigger issue for companies from a data protection perspective, from um, a corporate IP perspective, from a business continuity perspective, from um, an extortion perspective. We, we have already seen that the 2016 generated over one and a half billion from the ransomware epidemic in terms of um, extortion to companies where their data was um, compromised and they had to pay for it to be released. We're seeing that that trend is um, escalating very, very severely in 2017 already. So yes, cybersecurity really has become a major issue for companies of all sizes. Um, it is not to be underestimated. And you're going to see that it is, it is, it's going to escalate over the next five years. Um, the companies who take it seriously and put the proper controls and the proper education processes, both at a senior and at an employee level, will be the best position to deal with it moving forward. And I guess the basic thing is if you can start your staff early and tell them about phishing, that could be a major help in combating that as well. Well, yeah, education is the key. You know, it's um, the weakest link in any company is its employees. And and that's not just when they're plugged into this, to the corporate network. It's on their mobile devices. It's on their social media activity. It's on how they interact with their computer, whether it be at home or in work. And that inevitably, that is always the easiest way to compromise an organization. I guess the major failing in life right now is humans. And if you, if you can make sure that humans can be compromised, you've got a large way towards helping stop uh, this kind of hacking happening. Yeah, absolutely. You're on, you're on the button. You know, yeah. it's, about, it's about education. And it's about making sure that your employees understand the severity of the threat. Yeah. I guess the thing is, if you're an employee and you're, uh, got, you're basically maybe says a guy in the road and you go into a coffee shop and, and you're using the public Wi-Fi, you got to make sure to let them know, basically, sometimes the Wi-Fi available there can be used to uh, ha hack you and uh, get into your systems. Yeah, well, look, if you're using free Wi-Fi or public Wi-Fi, you have to be careful that you don't share any sensitive information over that uh, connection because it's very easy to conduct a man-in-the-middle attack where you where you sniff the packets of data and you steal the information and suddenly you're compromised and that 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 compromise doesn't have to happen immediately it can be a very drawn out prolonged process so it's again that's simply about education it's about ensuring that you don't if you're connecting to the internet over free Wi-Fi, you don't share sensitive details, yeah. and that your 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 browsing habits are um, are safe. Yeah, and also, I guess you got to make sure that when you connect to the Wi-Fi, it actually is a Wi-Fi counter of the business, and not something else with a fake Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, look again. You could spoof the Wi-Fi connection. You could be connecting to a man in the middle who is looking at everything that you're doing. Now, if, if, if what you're doing when you're connecting, when they're sniffing those packets, if that's simply browsing, you know, a website, you're not going to be compromised. 
But if you start inputting sensitive details and connecting to secure portals, whether it be social media or it be, um, you know, corporate networks, that those details will be stolen. Yeah. There's ways to, you know, to harden defenses like two-factor authentication and all all these different ways. But nonetheless, it is it's a serious security risk. Yeah, and I guess it's going to good. Going to, going to become a bigger problem to tackle in the next few years. Absolutely. I guess as we start using more and more smart devices and use more and more cloud infrastructure as well, people are going to realize that basically they're going to make sure we're, how do we stay secure 24-7? Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think the, you know, the utilization of cloud um, necessarily changes the security discussion because you know, if you have the right um, security posture, let's say, whether you're on your own server in your own building or you're in the cloud, it really doesn't matter. You know, it's essentially it's the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's down to what controls are in place and how, how well-educated you are in terms of how you access it. So it, it doesn't matter if it, if it is in the cloud or if it is in your own building you know it's again it's down to education it's down to controls it's down to the processes that a company implements okay ronan yeah, thank thanks, you have a great thanks day. for that cheers thanks have a great day thank you man bye 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 bye